hello again from Ski Instructor Academy, Snow Camps Europe, here in Austria, talking. Quite swabber. What? <laughs> <laughs> talking rubbish. <laughs> About skiing. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, we've got so much to get into because of my uh, um, habit of disappearing. Um, and today, Andy, have you got any topic you want to bring to the head? I, we had one sent in which is quite interesting, um, from a guy called Dave Longdon. Hi, Dave. Thanks for your uh, your comment. And it was basically, he went on a works outing to a snow dome. And because everybody chose they wanted to snowboard, David's perception is that snowboarding is killing skiing. And what can skiing do to fight back? Now, just as a, a footnote, David does ski and board. And it was a funny one because... His perception from that day out was that snowboarding still is killing skiing, which is actually far from reality. Yeah, but, but obviously his, um, clearly oh. he, he isn't in the ski industry as a no. job, no. so he doesn't have that overview. Mm. Um, whereas obviously if you work in the trade, you would know that that's not the case. Um, but the misconceptions because of like anything, when you you know, do research and you only involve a small pool of people, mm -hmm. then you don't have that. I think, I think he said there was about 12 of them that went and he said the, the younger ones wanted to snowboard because it's cool yeah. um, and the older ones just didn't want to ski. So therefore they snowboarded. Right. Um, and it's funny because it's, it's actually, it's a pretty big misinterpretation of the actual reality. Reality within I, I, the, in the we've industry. We've said before about this, that for example, when I'm in um, uh, America, Canada, South America, snowboarding is more popular, mm -hmm. um, sorry, than in Europe, I must say. Skiing is still predominantly the sport, but there are a lot more snowboarders. Whereas here in Europe, there's a lot less snowboarders. Mm. You know, um, from a ski school perspective, they're probably about less than 10% of the ski school's business, yeah. um, but 90% of the injuries. Yes, yeah. <laughs> there was one time where obviously snowboarding was in massive growth and um, boards were selling thick and fast. But I think the last thing I saw, and this was, a year or two ago was that skis are now selling 10 to 1. So for every 10 right. pair of skis, one board will be sold. Um, and, and I can, 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 can confirm that because I know from working together with our sponsors, um, when you look at how many skis they're yeah. pushing out compared with our snowboards, I, I know the facts and figures, and I can confirm that even in that shop particular, it would be 20 to 1. Yeah, but um, also with, with the courses, um, if someone comes to you and says, I want to be a snowboard instructor, you guys instantly say, well, you're going to need to be, be a ski teacher yeah. and be a snowboard teacher, or you're not going to get a season's work unless you go to a very specialist snowboard school in a certain area where you'll probably get a season work of snowboarding. Yeah. But other than that, within a normal ski school. I mean, I mean, without pushing people, like you're saying, we, we try to encourage people to ski a bit. If I just look at the figures for currently in first week of September, from over 250 people, I can see that only 50 of them want to snowboard mm -hmm. and only 10 of them are actually snowboard only. The, the other yeah. 40 are dual, actually. Dual, I want yeah. to do ski and board, mm. um, both, which is great. When people want to do both things, it, it's, it's, it is super. Um, but there, there may be reasons why that happened on Dave's um, event, for example, because it may even be something to do with who was giving out the equipment that day. There might have been snowboarding, snowboard, yeah. and they might have been saying, oh, it's easier to start with. 
you know, you might as well get on with it, mm. it's easier, which is not true. There might be reasons that they were given why they did it. I doubt, or, or some controlling person in the group who's quite dominant, yeah, if, who if was pushing was a, yeah, everybody. Yeah, if there was one person who was a snowboarder. Yeah, and he was dominantly pushing yeah. people. He may have encouraged people to do that. And don't get us wrong, I mean, we we don't care if somebody snowboards or skis or telemarks or <laughs> whatever they want to do. I really, I really don't, it doesn't bother me either way. I have nothing with this snowboard versus skiing on the pistes you see a lot about. I have no interest in that at all, you know, where we understand um, that there are sometimes some political factors that make people get angry with <laughs> skiers or angry with snowboarders. But I think what's happened in the industry is that when skiing got more trendy from the twin tips, from the park and stuff, yeah. um, I, I personally like to watch, when I see the X Games, I, I prefer watching the skiers doing their tricks mm -hmm. than the boarders doing their tricks. But, you know, as a lot of boarders tend to be skateboarders as well, for example, yeah. the, the migrate to the snowboard first makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I think, and so Dave, one of Dave's comments was how, how, how can skiing fight back? And ski, I think skiing already did fight back yeah. because there was, there was a mass exodus of skiers. I've got friends who were racers who then spent several years on snowboards, but... Once the wider skis came out, once the twin tips came out, once the new school skis arrived, they came back off their snowboards and realized that skiing gave them more freedom than the freedom the board gave them for so many years. And obviously the one thing about a board is when it gets flat, it's a pain in the backside, um, which you don't get with skis. I, I was just writing down as you're saying that, heli skiing. <laughs> yeah. I, I hate heli skiing with snowboarders because they, they do get stuck in certain dips yeah. and you can lose two runs on the helicopter because they're constantly having to like... Take the board off and track. Yes, and yeah. track their way out and you try and pull them out. It can be a nightmare. Um, there is that flexibility with skis. And as skiing has got more trendy, it, it did. And I agree with, I think somewhere in this comment that you were showing me, it, it mentioned that, you know, a lot of skiing's um, advancement came from snowboarding, how they changed, you know, the, the, the parabolic shape of a ski, etc. Um, and that's great, you know, nobody denies that. And But I think I agree with you. I don't think that there's any fighting back needs to be done. It's actually the opposite. Yeah. Snowboarding really needs to look where it's going to mm -hmm. go with its products in the future because it's a shrinking industry in Europe. And a lot of shops um, don't... Um, uh, allocate as much area uh, retail space no nope. yeah no nope. because of it and it's very evident again in in the in the well the two main shops in Capron that the snowboard department is so small compared to the ski department yeah so so small um so yeah so D i think david skiing fought back with the new school skis and it's probably time that snowboarding pretty much reinvents itself i suppose yeah. Um, and it's it's doing that, you know, you see all sorts of different styles of snowboards coming out, etc. But the market is what the market is. And, you know, generally, I am slightly guilty myself. And it's not that I have anything against snowboarding. It's more to do with if somebody asked me what I would recommend them, especially as an older person, I would be saying, look, skiing because there's less risk of injury mm. on the skis than there is on the board um you know when both feet are just strapped into this weird shape that your body your brain can't get used to it's it's quite difficult for somebody in their 50s 60s or even 40s 30s even nowadays to actually get around that concept and the risk of injury is a lot higher um because especially in the first few days so i think we've said this before that 
the general consensus is the first three days skiing are relatively easy mm-hmm. compared with the first three days of boarding, which yep. is relatively frustrating, I would call it, rather than easy. And painful. And can be a very painful. On the backside, on the coccyx, I think it's yeah. called. And especially if you are slightly um, overweight, getting up can be a real issue because you don't have the benefit of an angled slope you're on flat and trying to get yourself up when both feet are strapped in in itself becomes an abdominal exercise that you're not used to and it can be it can make a holiday very challenging for some people yeah i i I had a friend in the last season we were open he came over and his daughter was her first trip to the snow and she wanted to snowboard because it's cool so her dad 52, 53, slightly overweight, not very fit, said, I'm going to snowboard, I won't ski. And I said, don't do it. You're going to either injure yourself, you're going to have a crap holiday, yeah. um, and you're just not going to enjoy it. And, and he was, oh, no, I'll do it, I'll do, I'll do it. And literally two hours in, he was taking the board back and saying, give me a pair of skis. I'm not wasting my holiday yeah. trying to learn this. It's just too hard. Yeah. And, uh, and going back to what we've said before on previous things is boarding is... Harder, no, easier to learn, but harder to master. No, other way around. around. Skiing is easy to learn, but harder to master. Where boarding is hard to learn, but easy to master. Because once you've got it, you've got it. Um, There's not much more to it. Yeah, I I agree. I agree with that um, general synopsis. However, the new school skis have also meant that it is easier to ski the off-piste. And going back to our previous video about avalanches and and dangers in the off-piste, a lot of people who venture into those areas on new school wide skis aren't actually that technically able yeah. that the equipment allows them to go to places where maybe they Which wouldn't want to be the, going. the advantage of the snowboard yeah. is when we talk off piece, now it makes a considerable change because they will be able to, because it's one board, one surface area, it's much easier in wind pressed. It's much easier in off piste. And boarding then makes sense to me. I never liked boarding myself. I mean, you have to do it as part of your ski instructor qualifications as you go through the ranks. Um, and basically, that was the reason why I did it, because no, I had too. to do it, yeah. which I, I wanted to do telemark at the time, but something happened with the equipment. I didn't get it um, in time. So I ended up doing boarding. And I think I've told the story before that I basically learned to snowboard good enough in five days to do the snowboard exam. Um, and then when it was passed, it was like box ticked type thing. Yeah. <laughs> I've done that. Um, because yeah, it's, 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 it's like anything. It's it's just not for me, you know, and, and I know some people absolutely love it. And, and you know, that's great. Um, as I've said from the start, neither Andy or I have anything against snowboarding it's fantastic you know it's another actually quite quite, when when i and again i only did my my boarding exam because i do my boarding exam so therefore i learned to board i boarded years and years ago maybe once or twice on a dry ski slope Mm. couldn't get the hang of it but anyway same as you did five days of um kind of one-to-one with eddie eddie g um he taught me how to snowboard and then i went straight into the exam passed the exam um, and then thought I'd never put a snowboard on my feet again. And what did the ski school boss do? He just kept giving me <laughs> snowboard lessons. And uh, it was Christmas week. And uh, he said, go to the office. You've got three people. You'll need a snowboard. And I arrived and there was three, three well, was two guys similar age to me and then their son. And they were all established snowboarders. Ah, they, all had, they all had gherkins and bananas and whatnot. And we were in the lift going up the glacier. And I said, what board have you got? And he said, oh, I've got a gherkin. And what have you got? And he tells me. And they said, they said to me, what have you got? I said, I've got a rental. 
and they could not believe that their snowboard teacher was on a rental. And then they said to me, can we go in the park? I said, you can. I'll watch. <laughs> yeah, I'll spot the jumps. And it, it turned out that the only thing they couldn't do was they, they'd never learned to carve. Right. Where I found carving on a board very easy. So yeah. I was like, right, lads, we're spending yeah. the whole week <laughs> carving. <laughs> and, and other than when they wanted to go in the park and the other moment was, can we do some switch riding, Andy? I was like, of course you can. I'll follow you down. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. The, 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 you know, it, it's it, the story I have. It's not very nice because I remember um, probably 10 years ago and, and, a, and a family came to me and they said, oh, you know, we're, we're looking for a ski instructor, this, that, the other. And we're, we've heard, you know, that you're very good. Is any chance of booking some lessons and blah, blah. And I said, yeah, yeah. And they said, but but blah, blah, Johnny or whatever he was called, little Johnny's going to go off and snowboard. And I made stupidly the comment to say, like, you know, well, why? What does he normally do? Oh, he skis, but why is he snowboarding? Oh, he just wants to learn. I said, well, I said, just be aware. Like, he'd probably be in hospital by the Monday morning. Of course, where was he? Hospital by Monday morning, you know? And I'll never forget, I thought, I'm never going to say that again. And it is worth pointing out that there is a higher injury risk. And it's to do with collarbones and wrists normally. Yeah. And it's because we're not used to falling, especially falling with our feet firmly fixed you can't step forward as you fall mm -hmm. you literally slap down and the natural reaction of the brain is to stretch the arm out in front to break mm -hmm. the fall and that obviously is why board instructors you know and if you're getting board lessons off your friend on a, on a board holiday he probably hasn't spent the first 30 40 minutes going through falling <laughs> because falling is really important um, and i would strongly recommend wrist guards etc but I, I must point out unless you also are this very sporty um, person as you get older don't do boarding because it requires you to be more robust to have more mobility flexibility stability at the start because you are just landing a lot of the time yeah. catching edges and things and um, so i would i would say look you are safer doing doing skiing and that's nothing against borders and i'm not trying to take money away from their industry absolutely not um i understand it's, it, it is cool but if i was recommending a friend that's yeah. where i would be yeah absolutely. good stuff so dave hopefully that gives you a little bit of an idea of the current industry situation with skiing and snowboarding um and yeah keep the questions and comments coming bye for now see you on the next one